Ever thought of being a correctional officer but not sure you'd qualify? Listen up. Be at least 19 with no age cap. Already a social worker? Social workers make great COs. No previous experience? That's okay. We'll train you. Full-time positions come with excellent health, dental, and life insurance, a pension, and other benefits of a state job. If you believe people can overcome the worst chapters in their life, then you've got the right stuff to be a correctional officer with the Hamden County Sheriff's Office. Visit hcsoma.org to join the team today. The ideas and opinions expressed in this show do not reflect the views of WHMP or Saga Community. Communications. This show may contain subject matters not suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. Teddy Roosevelt, April 1910. Hi, I'm Lisa Riley, and each week we're here to share stories that shine a light on not only justice-involved individuals or underdogs in the game of life, but their struggles, their successes, and also the powerful resources and opportunities available for those who are hustling to carve a new path and prove that failure isn't final. So unlock your future, rewrite your story. This is The Hustler Files. Welcome, everyone, to this week's The Hustler Files. Last week, we spoke with correctional officers from our show partner, the Hamden County Sheriff's Office. But this week, I'm really thrilled to share the mic with the reentry coordinator from our other show partner, the Hampshire County Sheriff's Office, Wanda Rolone. Wanda, welcome to this week's The Hustler Files. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, I know we got to chat a little bit yesterday, and you had sent me your resume. And um, I mean, when you talk about that you do a job that is all based in passion, and it's not just a job for you, you weren't kidding as I read through your your resume (laughs) this morning. So why don't we start our listeners with kind of giving them an overview of what you're doing currently? I am currently working at the Hampshire Sheriff's Office here in Northampton, and I am the reentry coordinator. I work with uh, individuals coming in who, uh, the minute they walk in the door, we start working for reentry and trying to figure out exactly what their needs are so that we can help them successfully go back out into the community. And then we also continue to work with them in the community so it doesn't end just at the jail We want to definitely process uh, everything and and help them through everything, even once they're out, because that's the most critical time. So according to your resume, um, you manage a caseload of over 30 individuals just on the opioid use disorder. Can you share with us what that's all about? 
My caseload has uh, 30-plus individuals who are already being maintained or will be inducted in medication opioid use disorder. So anyone who's in, had any history with substance use, uh, heroin specifically, um, they will be able to get on Suboxone or Methadone. We also have Sublocade, depending on the uh, individual and their needs. And then we also make their appointments and continue to do that once they leave here. So my understanding from Sheriff Kaelin is that the Hampshire County Sheriff's Office is only one of two sheriff's offices in the state of Massachusetts that have this OTP program. How does that work? I mean, this is a big deal, correct? It is. Yeah, this is amazing. We are really blessed to have it. We have a great team of people here uh, working together to do the best we can to help our clients. Um, you know, some people still call them inmates, but we are uh, wanting to make sure that we change the language. Our clients are getting the best uh, treatment that they're getting the best help and support that they need in order to succeed out in the community. Uh, so with the MOUD program, which is our OTP, we have our own doctor from Mira Vista who comes in and she provides the medication. They get assessed. We have an MOUD coordinator. Medical is involved. Reentry, myself and, and the reentry team, um, you know, everyone. The case managers, there's no way that we could do this without everyone that works here. We all, security does an amazing job with supporting us in that and making sure that the guys are doing what they need to and, and you know, making sure that they're not either diverting or whatever the case may be. <laughs> so I just want to clarify, MOUD means medication opioid use disorder. Correct. And... What happens throughout the rest of the state, let's say Hamden County or Franklin County or Worcester County, when they have a few individuals who are, you know, in pretrial or who have been sentenced and they need this MOUD service, do they send them to you? No, no. I believe they have their own resources in their communities. I know that uh, Hamden County has their own. Um, I don't think it comes, like, they don't have their own OTP, but they have people that go there. And I am not sure exactly how that works, so it's hard for me to speak on those ends. But, no, everybody in their communities, uh, the different sheriff's departments work with their own communities for that. Okay, but the program itself is exclusive to you and another sheriff's office in Eastern Mass, so as far as the actual program goes. So meaning that we have our own doctor, we have our own medical people, we have our own reentry team, we have our own staff here to provide this, the, the medication. Um, and then when someone is leaving, so if somebody's being released, I the reentry team calls to make appointments and set them up so that they continue to get their medications in the community, where whatever community they're going to. So if someone's leaving here to go back to Hamden County, then my goal is to get their appointments made in Hamden County, closer to where they're going to live. If they're coming to Hampshire County, we have uh, on call, we have HCRC, so we have different places all across 
uh, the state, really, to make appointments where they're going to be living at so that they can continue their medication. Okay, well, that's a great segue because you deal with homelessness prevention as well, correct? Correct. And you, looking at your um, background, well, you've been, how long have you been a reentry coordinator? I've been here going on nine years. Okay, but you started way back when, um, in according to your resume, in 2000 as the Director, Shelter and Housing Programs for Hampshire County. What did that job involve? How did you get into that? So I started there with uh, ServiceNet. That was with the ServiceNet uh, agency. And I started as a case manager in 2000, and by 2005, I worked my way up to director of shelter and housing, which was directing um, six different programs throughout Hampshire County, uh, just managing the emergency shelter, the um, housing programs. We had transitional living programs. We had single-room occupancies. So people would come to the shelter. We would do case management with them, same thing kind of like reentry, just working with them, what, meeting them where they're at, what do they need, how can we support them. Uh, if they needed to look for work, we would help with work. We would help anything that they're looking for in order to get stabilized. And then once they have income, how then we can get them into the housing and not just the service net housing piece, but any housing that was available. So we would have across the state as well, just knowing all those uh, housing services that may be available for the individuals needing a place to live. So I'm always curious, the homelessness piece really just hits me so hard every time I see someone walking yeah. the streets, you know, that you know is homeless. And they For probably sure. have, you know, some kind of anxiety or mental health um, challenge. And um, I'm always curious, and I'm glad you're here, maybe you can clarify, is it more likely that somebody is homeless before they become incarcerated or is it reverse where they've been incarcerated, they leave, but because of all the stigmas and the challenges they face, they go into a homeless situation? That's a good question. I mean, when I was working um, for the shelter and housing programs, uh, it was more at the time, it w what I was seeing more of was just people becoming more homeless and then ending up car incarcerated. Now I couldn't tell you exactly what that, if it's the opposite or not. I think it can go either way. Uh, not everyone who ends up in jail ends up homeless. You know what I mean? So right. I don't know if that might clarify that. Well, I mean, we've had uh, formerly incarcerated on the show and they have families and they have a support network and they've gone through the reentry and maybe they're on probation or parole and they're not homeless or they're in a Section 8 housing situation. I know that um, right. there's a lot of great organizations out there that, that provide housing. But I was just curious about that because, you know, you got your start in this realm of working with people who had nowhere to live, was that an emotional challenge for you? I mean, how did you maneuver through that? It was, it's, and it still is, actually. Um, and it has been emotional in the sense of the difficulty that it is to find housing 
affordable housing for individuals, especially struggling with income or finding good work because of their background, because of what they've been through, um, because they've been incarcerated or they don't have family, they don't have supports. Um, mental illness is, is, is huge. Substance abuse is, is such a big deal. These things are really uh, getting in the way of people being able to succeed and us being here and being able to provide that. You know, jail used to be, oh, you probably just, you know, you lock them away and throw away the key. Well, that's not what it is. And our sheriff, Kayleen, who's amazing here, really, really is strongly into believing that reentry is the key. We don't need people walking out the door without us having provided some type of supports. And we try to do that as best we can by continuing to meet with them in the, you know, recovery centers. We have partnerships with the recovery center here in Northampton with the one in Ware that just opened up in January. Um, just being able to have a place for them to feel safe, to meet with us, to continue anything that they need. Um, because I always tell them, being in jail is probably the easiest time, you know, the easiest for you. You're, you're in here. You don't have to worry about day-to-day -day life. You don't have to worry about the bills. You don't have to worry about feeding anyone. I mean, they are going to worry about that, but they have somewhere to sleep. They have somewhere to eat. So how, what can we do in the meantime to provide treatment, get them the supports they need, and get them back out in the community? so that they can do what they need to for their families. That's wonderful. Wanda, we need to take a quick break already. I know the time just flies by. So if you can hang out with us just a little bit longer and listeners don't go too far, we'll be right back. You're listening to this week's The Hustler Files. You became an RN, LPN, mental health clinician, counselor, or recovery professional because you believe in the value of wellness, treatment of disease, and prevention of illness. And that also means that you have the right stuff to join the medical and mental health care team at the Hamden County Sheriff's Office. Making the world a better place takes a village, and even more so with justice-involved individuals. So why not consider dedicating your next career move to changing countless lives for the better? Visit hcsoma.org. That's hcsoma.org to join the team today. Hello, this is Patrick Kaling, Sheriff of Hampshire County. If you're a college student interested in learning about the field of criminal justice, the Hampshire Sheriff's Office would like to talk to you about our summer intern program. Your internship will matter, not just to the clients we serve, but also to the people of Hampshire County who rely on us to protect public health and safety. Interested in making a difference? Please visit our website, HampshireSheriffs.com, and submit an application online or call 413-584-5911 and ask Ask for our HR department. Welcome back to this week's The Hustler Files. If you're just joining us, we are chatting with Wanda Rolone, re-entry coordinator with the Hampshire County Sheriff's Office. So, Wanda, we've already covered um, quite a bit of territory in our first segment with you. Um, I wanted to just share, we talk about jobs and we talk about careers in the criminal justice and prison system and I know there's a lot of openings a lot of people are retiring and um, it is 
our job to try to get the word out that, you know, to anyone listening, whether they're here in Massachusetts or around the country or around the globe, that there's great opportunities to work in this industry and work in your industry that can really benefit you, but also benefit the people that you're helping. And I saw on your resume uh, the competencies you listed, and I'm just going to run through them for the edification of our listeners on all the things that you have put down on your resume that are part of your daily world. So you list your competencies as homelessness prevention, mental health and wellness, facilitator, counselor, diversity and inclusion, culture integration, workforce readiness, mediator, data analytics and reporting, social services, rehabilitation and advocacy, clinical assessments, community resource specialist, at-risk population, and supervision. How in the world do you wear that many hats? (laughs) I think it's just because I've been doing this for so long. It just, you know, you just do what needs to be done. And I know it sounds easier said than done. Um, My days are pretty busy. My goal is to just really focus on the individuals that I can get to and are wanting, you know, like to move forward. Let's tackle what we need to. Right now, I think we have 120 people here. I'm not, I'm ballparking the number. So that's kind of like a guesstimate. And everyone that comes in through our doors, we have a great team. I mean, I I couldn't do this alone, obviously. We have a great team. This uh, has been a great place to work and really be able to do what we do, support the individuals that we work for, and still be great to each other and support each other in trying to get what's best for the client. From the minute they walk in the door, we want to work with them. We don't wait till they're sentenced or they're gone. We want to try to get them from the minute they walk in. What can we do? What is missing? We want to stop, you know, just letting people fall through the cracks. That can't keep happening. We have to get a hold of these guys from the minute they come in. And we have a great team here, case managers, our reentry team. Security is amazing. Such a different mindset for security, you know. They do amazing work. They understand what's happening. The stigma that used to be, and and, and I want to say used to be, I know it still exists, but not as intense as it used to be. I think that for security, they are so open-minded, and they're like case managers even. They, they help, you know, they support, and still have to instill security and do the job very well. I think that the sheriff has a great um, set of staff here that cares. We just care just really care for folks. And and that is a great segue into the fact that, you know, this is not just a job for you, correct? No, 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 no. Uh, lived experience, you know, I've been homeless in the past, so, you know, you get some of that experience. Obviously, we have family members. Every This can happen to any of us. And, and that's one of the realistic things that we have to see is that we can't keep saying, oh, well, that's not going to happen in my household or that can't happen to my kids or that this this can happen to any one of us. And so just knowing that that's something in the back of our heads, you know, we want to care for each other. We're We're missing out on that part. I remember growing up and that was the case. We cared for one another. We need to continue that. And I think we've gotten away from it. So here, this is what it is. 
people are not just going to walk out of our doors. These clients are not going to go out there and go back to the same things. We want to help them and support them in doing better and becoming who they really want to be. And that's so commendable. What I find really impressive is, and this is a great segue into talking about education, not, you know, some of the new ads that the sheriff's office is airing with us and across some of our other radio stations is about, you know, do you have a degree in social work? Would you like to transfer that ability into working at the sheriff's office? I just have to say, when I read your education, I was blown away. You started with an Associate of Science in Human Services from Holyoke Community College. And that, to me, is I get goosebumps because I'm a big community college proponent. I've yeah. always believed that, you know, you don't have to start at a four-year school if you don't really know what you want to do or you just want to, you know, take it a, one step at a time. And then you went and got your Bachelor of Science in Social Work at Elms College. College. So now you've gone from the community college to the, you know, four-year degree, and then you went and got a Master of Science in Criminal Justice. I <laughs> yeah. mean, this is really <laughs> impressive, Wanda. And Thank on top you. of that, you're a for, you have a forensic psychologist certification from UMass Lowell. Like, Correct. you know, on top of all the hats you wear, when did you find time to go get all this education? <laughs> I, if I sat here and thought about it, I wouldn't know. I had to get through it. I have a family, I have children, and I always wanted to be a role model for them and to know that opportunities that my parents didn't have, um, I was able to go out there and get, and I want my children to know that they can too. And I just did it. I, I, I worked full time. I took care of my kids and I went to college and I did it. I did it sporadically. It wasn't like one right after the other. I did it when I knew that my kids were in, you know, they were already going back to school or whatever it is that you can find in your life, some time for self. I think for me, education is a, a, a huge uh, piece in my life because my parents couldn't. My parents only made it to third grade a couple of times, and that's as far as they went. Um, so I always felt like that was something so important for me, and I want that for my kids. So you just do it. I, I couldn't tell you. I always said if I actually sat and thought about it, I would have never made it. I would have never went back to school. I would have never done it. I just did it. That's wonderful. So I like to ask my guests, because I know we're getting towards the end of, of our second segment here, is I believe we all have life assignments. And sometimes they're short and sometimes they're long and sometimes they're ever changing. What would you say at this point in your life, your life assignment has been or is? Well, yeah, that's good. Um, I believe that my calling has been this. Somehow I started working with the homeless population, and it became my passion, and then I ended up here by the grace of God. I'm here at the jail and still supporting the homeless population and anyone with mental illness, substance abuse, anything that are their barriers that we're here to provide support, just to be able for me to be there and sit with someone even if it's at their worst, just to be present is important for me. 
I think we could all learn from that. Sometimes we don't need to say anything. We just need to to be in that moment with someone yeah. that's that's finding a struggle or a challenge in their day to day life. So, again, what you do is extremely valuable. And I just want to mention again to all our listeners, if you're looking for a career path where you can make a difference on a daily basis, uh, don't discount working for a local sheriff's office or a federal prison or anyone else in the criminal justice system um, because you don't think what's on your resume is going to be attractive no. to that employer. I always think it's it's worth to, to just check in your own backyard and see what's available. Wanda, if someone wants to learn more about joining the Hampshire County Sheriff's Office here in Western Massachusetts, where should they go to? They can call our human resource person here at the jail uh, but there's a lot of, uh, well, not that there's a lot, but uh, postings happen on Indeed. I know I see them all over Indeed and stuff. So if they have any questions, um, we're more than happy to help. I'm, our reentry team is at the recovery centers. If somebody wanted to stop by and just chat, that would be great. I'm more than happy to help and support. I know my staff is. Um, we can definitely just chat about what they're looking for because there's so many things people can do. You can be a social worker. You don't have to be a social worker. You can have any other degree. But if you're interested in helping people, this is, this is, this is an, a, such a rewarding job, especially when you can see the people on the other side and doing great and coming back and saying, wow, just that little time you gave me or just this day when I met with you and you helped me with this and here I am. And, and that really is rewarding for us. I'm sure it is. And as I am sad to say each week, we are out of time. Thank you, Wanda, for your commitment to help those justice-involved individuals re-entering society navigate what those of us on the outside most assuredly take for granted every day. Your passion for helping others reclaim their dignity is truly admirable and valuable. Thank you so much. All right, we'll be back in a minute to wrap up this week's The Hustler Files. Do you have a background in social work or recovery coaching? Hampshire Sheriff's Department is looking to enhance our evolving correctional services. This is Patrick Kaling, Sheriff of Hampshire County. If you're looking for a career helping people, the Hampshire Sheriff's Office is hiring. Make a difference. Visit our website, HampshireSheriffs.com, and submit an application online or call 413-584-5911 and ask for the HR department. We are back. And to close out this week's conversation, today's final thoughts come from Alicia Waghorn, Wonderland. Every day is a new day. What other people think of you is none of your business. If it's meant to be, it'll be. Be your own source of happiness. You don't have to follow trends and do what everyone else is doing. How your life feels is more important than how it looks. Embrace your vulnerability. Don't let the world harden you into a person you are not. The first step is always the hardest. Stop rushing the process. You have survived 100% of your bad days. A year from now, you'll wish you had started today. You've got this. And that's a wrap for today. It is my hope that the stories and change makers we share each week release limiting beliefs, 
create impactful conversations, and activate change. A huge weekly thank you to our producer, Leah, and of course, our guests and advertisers for their support. You can find this show and all of our shows on the whmp.com podcast page and also on any of your favorite podcast sites. If you'd like to reach out with any questions or comments, you can email me at lisa at whmp.com. Have a wonderful week ahead. And remember, don't be ashamed of your story. It will inspire others. See you next week right here on The Hustler Files. (laughs) 